What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better than you, and you know it. D-M-D. Acknowledge me. Hurt and I'm old and I'm tired and I work with children. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision and we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz and I'm a producer. Here at the Ringer, and with me as always, are my tag team partners, senior editor at theringer.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. I should also say, Twitch superstar, <laughs> Brian H. Waters. Cal, did you happen to catch Brian's? legendary Twitch stream last week where he uh, he debuted <laughs> the Ringer the, Wrestling Show Arena in WWE See, 2K23. Seeing stuff like that is amazing. I've, I've seen Mr. Brian H. Waters on the Twitch during the pandemic going in on... I, I, Whatever N64 game he still got in, 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 in the back. <laughs> you know, it's always fun to see. But no, it's amazing to see, like, this time last year... I may have not even had a conversation with Ben before. And now a year later, yeah. one, one of our podcast co-hosts is on Twitch playing a game <laughs> where the, in the ring is the logo for our podcast. Stop it. Life's going to let you fast. Super fast. Super <laughs> fast. Amazing. I guess Brian is a good live streamer. He, yeah. he does all the stuff that good streamers do. You know, he calls out people who are, who are in the chat, right? He, he oh, talks to everybody. He <laughs> narrates it. He's got it, man. If Cal, I'm, I'm telling you, once he uh, he realizes how big of a star he is, we, we better watch out. You It'll know what I mean? A, hey, Brian, I'm, just just remember us when you're famous on Twitch, I, please. Look, my home will always be here on Wednesdays. And <laughs> whenever we record, it's always going to be right here. Absolutely. Worldwide. We, I can't worldwide. do it like that. Oh, there it is. There we go. <laughs> also, Brian, what did you think of the, uh, the new arena that, oh, that we have up on 2K23? Shout out to you, man. Uh, I know Ben made that arena, and I mean, it, it just felt so accurate. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm, uh, I got, you know, the Tribal Chief. I got Bret Hart. I got mm. Seth Rollins. <laughs> I got AJ Styles, yeah. and they're in the arena doing body slams on top of the Ring of Wrestling logo, <laughs> going out to the table where you got Cheap Heat. You got the Masked Man logo. You know, it, it made sense. Those shows was here first. You know, they on twice right. a week. So right. you got to pay respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pay respect. Uh, you know, had there been another, uh, you know, announced table, you know, we would have had the Wednesday Worldwide. But <laughs> I would have put it on there. Yeah, yeah seeing it with the banner. <laughs> The Wednesday Worldwide, right Amazing. on the side of the ring. I saw the ring apron, yeah. And uh, uh, just the the whole arena as a whole, seeing the Ringer logo mm-hmm. around everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what better way, spoiler alert, than for the Tribal Chief to have <laughs> three championships <laughs> and win the brand new World Heavyweight Championship than in that arena, you know? And, and it gave me room to create a story, you know? That uh, <laughs> that guy Greg said that if we was going to have it 
at the Ring of Wrestling Arena that Roman Reigns would get the first title shot. But then shout out right. to Commissioner Cruz, the designer of the <laughs> arena, who made the call, said, fine, stack out great. You can have your match. But immediately after Roman defends the belt, <laughs> that his other favorite wrestler, Bret the Hitman Hart, would get an immediate title shot. And at the end of the day, it was Bret Hart that left with the WWE World Heavyweight title and the WWE Championship. <laughs> The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. You know, I, I, Greg kind of sidestepped on who he would be rooting for in this in this hypothetical yeah, he match. He just said the goat. You know, he left it up for interpretation. Exactly. So, SGG, let the people know they're wondering uh, who you where your heart actually lies. Facts. You know what I mean. Also, if if anyone wants to check out that ring that we're talking about, search hashtag Ring of Wrestling. Uh, on the community creations in WWE 2K23, uh, there's an arena uh, that you can download. There's a, an actual show, so you can get some uh, some graphics uh, within the show. Uh, and then I also created a belt. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a Ringer Wrestling Show belt I now that it. you can win. In my world, uh, over here in the Cruz household, the champion is the one and only Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Jesus. So uh, <laughs> show us, send us your screenshots. Of yes, your, your your battles in the Ringer Wrestling Show arenas and your champions, uh, who are who are your Ringer Wrestling Show champs? So Thanks. hashtag Ringer Wrestling on WWE 2K23. Uh, and, and if you have any trouble finding it, just hit hit us up. You know, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. But let's kick things off the right way here on Wednesday Worldwide with some high spot headlines, and you all know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly, let them fly. First up, a real juicy one here. Reportedly, WWE is hesitant on making Seth Rollins the world champion due to his acting gigs. And this comes off the heels of pictures surfacing of Seth Rollins being on set. For Captain America, New World Order, uh, was disappointed. It's not actual, you know, NWO, New World <laughs> Order. But it's, this is, you know, he's entering the MCU. Uh, Brian, does does this report make sense to you? It, it seems a little too convenient, the timing wise. I think this report is bogus. I think it's there's never been a more obvious first champion. In of some sort than Seth freaking Rollins. And mm-hmm. I think this is just to get us thinking, to get us talking, to get us to believe that maybe somebody else can win the championship. And who better than AJ Styles that's believable? Like, you could believe AJ Styles winning a match. Uh, we'll have more on that later because there was a hot take from a from the masked man. But I personally believe that this is just a bogus report. Somebody just throwing something out there. I think it's obvious. Seth Rollins is your next WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Cal, when you heard Seth was going to be answering the MCU, which, by the way, Ringerverse, hit us up. We we have Facts. some questions. Um, <laughs> Cal, what were your initial thoughts when, one, you saw the surfaces, uh, the images surface yesterday, and then also then this report that, that you know, they're hesitant on making him champ? I mean, I'm I'm always skeptical. I mean, that that it's it, the, the report dropping right now. It's very convenient because of the timing. But like we've been having those on this podcast, and then you know outside of it, we've been trying to figure out when Seth's going to be up because Seth is long overdue. He's been putting in so much work and has only been elevating it seems like every month he's, he's he's at a better position than he was last but uh i i think seth going to the mcu i think seeing the images I've, i i kind of felt the same way i did when i first saw mercedes in those images for uh, the mandalorian mm. like i don't know yeah. it, it just looked amazing he looked like I guess he put on some extensions. He had a lot of extra hair, but he, whatever he was supposed to be, he looked like he was, you know, fit for the job. But yeah, I think uh, it's a convenient time to record. They're all going to Saudi Arabia next week anyway, so it's not like he can be around for then. So I don't know. I I I. I 
I'm going to say this. The only thing that makes me question AJ Styles winning the title is he just came back, right? Like, he'd been off for a right. bit um, with, with a, a fairly serious uh, injury. Um, yeah. And he's already had multiple championships in the WWE. I'm not saying AJ doesn't need this. I, I can sure, He could surely run with a title, but it, if this isn't Seth's time, I don't know when Seth's time is going to be. And on that AJ point, I mean, they just moved him to SmackDown, mm -hmm. right? They moved mm -hmm. him and the OC over there. So if, in theory, if they win it, if he wins the title at Night of Champions, they're just going to move them all back to Raw? No. I mean, that no, ben, that what, makes less sense than the free agents, you know, who are just kind of going in between both shows. Ben, what they're going to do is, see, because in between all this happening, right, Roman Reigns may end up being the, the undisputed WWE Universal oh, Champion God. and one half of the undisputed <laughs> WWE Tag Team Champions. That's if, right. If That's AJ right. Styles wins that WWE World Heavyweight title and brings it to SmackDown, he might as well be putting it on on a on a nice velvet pillow to give it to Roman Reigns because I don't I don't if Roman is stuck over there and he's got those titles. I, I at some point it's going to be mano y mano and Reigns is on the war path. But man, at some point Roman's <laughs> going to have too many titles. <laughs> We're just going to have to have this weird discussion on. All right, should we make a new world title? <laughs> make <laughs> all the titles, and, yeah. And add a caveat that he's not allowed to win it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's getting nuts. I mean. Look, uh, for for those who haven't seen, you know, Seth's going to be in Captain America New World Order uh, as part of the Serpent Society. You know, he's he's going to be he's a heel. He's working heel in this movie. <laughs> and um it's first of all, also not Seth's movie debut. He also made a cameo in Sharknado 4 for uh, <laughs> for all the Sharknado stands out there. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. It's it's very embarrassing. Yeah, I just kind of pulled that off the dome. But wait, wait, a, wait, wait. You you know the, the 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 most random cameo in seeing that that it made me think of. Do you guys watch John Wick? No, of course. The the oh, moment when when right. when John Wick holds a gun to to the back of Kevin Nash's head. Kevin Nash and it's Kevin Nash, he right. starts. He's got this heavy Russian accent. I'm like, what? The? Like I've never really seen him act act, and then I see him do that. I'm like, oh, okay. I rock with yeah, you, Kevin. Yeah, no, that was great scene. Great call, by <laughs> the way. Just, oh, man. Yeah, but, you know, Seth is, especially after his promo on Monday, mm -hmm. I feel like it's, this is it. You know, I'm with Brian in that this this just seems too convenient of the timing of this. And it, it just feels... It, it just feels like they're trying to garner some more interest in this match than, you know, they're probably, they're probably worried that there isn't, that it's almost too much of a guarantee that Seth is going to win. But it's also going to be a, a nice crowning moment. So I don't know why they'd have to kind of steer us away from wanting him to do it or make us believe that he's not going to do it. Hey, we, that's we, where it just we, we got to go sense. home showing for for Raw next week. Like you know, you got if AJ Styles isn't on that mic talking about oh Seth, you, you, glad you made it. Oh, it must have been a yeah. long flight from Hollywood or whatever. <laughs> like you know, they got to work this in there at some point. And mm -hmm. then that leading into the, the again the way they're building this right now. That promo package, Night of Champions, with Seth and the doubt and him on, like, you got even got to get some B-roll of him on set, just, like, reading over the script and, like, being frustrated. Like, you know, you really got to build this up because this, we, we, it's been too many, too much time's going past with Seth being the guy, but not being the guy. If, the, again, if this ain't the time, when is the time? Right. If they don't pull, if they don't pull the trigger here, I mean, I, my God, <laughs> what have they been doing mm -hmm. with, with Seth? So it's uh, it's his time and uh, looking forward to Captain America. I was already looking forward to Captain America <laughs> New World Order. Now uh, it's I'll be showing man. up. Yeah, now I'll be showing up in an NWO shirt and just act super confused. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spray paint, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just offer some spray paint. I'll bring a title belt. Be like, oh, this is not that type of NWO. Damn. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, See, I'm my fault. My fault. I guess I'll stay for the movie. Uh, next up. <laughs> On High Spot Headlines, an initial list of men's Money in the Bank participants has been revealed. I'm going to read them out for you, and then I would love your reaction. So, and, and this could change, but these, these are the initial names. Right. We have Damien Priest, L.A. Knight, yeah. 
Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, Cody Rhodes, Gunther in all caps, of course, Finn Balor, Chad Gable, and the Rated R Superstar Edge. Cal, I'm going to kick it to you first. Any of these names stand out to you as the guy who should be the next Mr. Money in the Bank? Oh, should? I, I, should that you or that you want however you want to take it i'm not going to say this is cody's match to lose but i was figuring like at some point if, if it's not cody i you're going to be giving it to somebody who there's a lot there's a lot of good names like outside of lashley and outside of gunther i don't i don't see them really winning matches like this but you know there's a number of really solid up-and-comers like like putting a briefcase on an la night that mm. could change LA Knight's life if they go ahead and let him cash in and, and, and successfully obtain a title. I'm, I don't think it'll be against Roman, but you know, <laughs> him, him, him being put in that mix could be the thing that catapults him that, you know, not being able to do what they probably thought was going to happen with the, with the Bray Wyatt uh, situation and how that didn't come forth. This could be that yeah. thing that, that pushes him ahead. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's Cody. I feel like it's Cody. Okay. Okay. Brian, anyone are you are you also team Cody here for for carrying the briefcase around or are you picking somebody else out of this nine person group? Uh, Damian Priest. That name just brings oh. out to me. I, I think about all the sacrifices he's made. You look back two consecutive WrestleMania's without having a match after mm-hmm. teaming with Bad Bunny and then obviously putting Bad Bunny over at backlash in Puerto Rico, I think now is the time. Uh, I could see a situation where, like, we all know Finn is, like, the bigger star. So even right. though he's not, there's no leader in Judgment Day, but I could see him kind of, like, having a briefcase. Even if you do something where, to me, I'm seeing, like, Randy Orton, Triple H-esque, where... Priest gets the money in the bank, cashes in on Seth Rollins somewhere doing Extreme Rules, Survivor Series. And then after he does that, Finn Balor gets jealous and then you have an angle with them too. Oh, the thumbs down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, li- I like it. I mean, you know, we talked about Damian Priest last week on the show and the reports that, you know, he's being seen very, very highly backstage. So that would make a whole lot of sense. And especially after, you know, that banger that he put on with Bunny at Backlash. I mean, his stock is on the rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cody seems to be the obvious choice. And I think that's where I'm also leaning. I can't help but lean towards Edge. Mm-hmm. And it's because of, obviously, he, you know, he didn't advance in the tournament for, you know, the new world title. But that... You know, that Instagram promo that he cut talking about, you know, this is he wants one more run before he, you know, runs or sails off into the sunset. And what better way to do that than if you're going to really put the title on him in one of the, you know, put the briefcase on him and have him cash in, you know, because he kind of made that famous. The way that he did that and to kind of bookend it. Look, I, I, you, look, I would rather see Cody and someone fresh, like a, like a Damian Priest, Gunther even. But I, yeah, the, the, it just the, feels like in terms of a story to kind of end this ed, end Edge's story. Yeah, if, this if, could if, be a way to do it. I, I will. If this is the last year, and they want to give him the the briefcase, uh-huh. just the briefcase. I, I don't. I do not need. One more run. Like I, I don't yeah, like yeah. that. Edge yeah. Edge has carried that torch. And he, again, like you said, the money in the bank match, the ladder matches in general, tables, ladders, and chairs, all that stuff. Like Edge has been a pioneer in a lot of groundbreaking match styles for the WWE over the last 20 some years. Um I, you you can't take that from him. I could see that if they wanted to do that. Um and I hope it's a dramatic loss. When he cashes in that 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 briefcase, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that'd be the only reason I could see him getting that. I would really love to see them put that briefcase on somebody who they're really trying to make a a, a, a power player in the next six months. Well, when you look at like I just pulled up the list, right? And you look at the past few Money in the Bank winners: Austin Theory, new champion. Mm-hmm. Well, he failed, but you know he was a, a younger guy. Biggie, they was establishing him first time title run. But then you had Otis who won it, and then, you know, that was an oh. experiment. 
which yeah. later became The Miz, right? Then you had, before that, you had Brock Lesnar, classic champion. Braun Strowman was a tryout. Um, he's failed. Baron Corbin, failed. Dean Ambrose, you know? Uh, but then you have Sheamus. So it's kind of a thing where they'll bring us new stars, but then they'll give us some um, people who's had the title before. Yeah. And Edge is kind of, like, this second run, he's kind of doing things all over again, right? Yeah. He won mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble to get back into the main event at WrestleMania a year after coming back. Uh, he's had some of the matches that he had before, and I think that's the best way to cap it off. Honestly, as much as I'm not the biggest Edge fan as I used to be, Damn like, Brian. He, he dropped off my list, but listening to Ben, I mean, it kind of makes a lot of sense. Damn and I would be here for it. I honestly would be here for it. I, 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 it makes sense to me, but I'm not here for it. But what if he fails? I'm what f- if he cashes in and fails? That, look, look. If, if he can again, that's why I said it better be the most epic, dramatic fit. Like I, if you're gonna do that and have that be, it better be the greatest failure of a cash in mm. of a briefcase ever. If you're gonna do it, if if he ends up cashing in. And it's just wah, wah, and like, you know, he's crumpled in a mess. Like, I, you could have given that to somebody else and put really given, strapped a rocket on somebody's back and really yeah. start, you know, propelled them. That's that's my thing. I would love to see this turn out to be something but, dope for a new star. But think about this, right? Edge is a top guy, Hall yeah. of Fame already. A uh, fail cash in on. With Edge fails to cash in on, say, a Seth Rollins, it could take Seth Rollins to another level. Right. And I think Seth Rollins is kind of gone where he's going to go. But let's just say it's Damian Priest. Like, let's, you know, book this mm-hmm. around a, a champion that's sort of newer, Damian Priest, or Austin Theory, or somebody, right? Even a Gunther. And Edge cashes in, but he fails. They could be the first person to beat the guy who established the money in the bank as the upper opportunistic um, way to get a title. You're right. Yeah, they could avoid that. So it's a lot of things they could do with it. And I think I don't want to use the term throw away, but <laughs> if you take a risk here, it could work. Um, mm. You said, did you say Gunther was in the, in the running? Yeah, and like it, he's on the list. And it, yeah. it would kind of make sense seeing that money in the bank is overseas. So uh, that could that's, make that's sense. at the O2, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I mean, it's a lot of ways they can go with this. That's why uh, it's kind of like one of my favorites because a lot of times it's more unpredictable than the Royal Rumble. To be honest with yeah. you, um, a lot of times you can you there's been times you can pencil in who's gonna win money in the bank. But I think like the year Big E won, he wasn't my pick. Um, the year Sheamus, oh won, he was mine. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> I was. All in on E at that. I mean, irrational. No, yeah, was my irrational like, take. It felt. But like. even when like Lesnar won, right? How funny was that? Right. You know right. what I mean. That also, <laughs> so many problems with that. He wasn't even in the match. That he <laughs> entered. <laughs> he just entered the match. But be like, if someone just popped on this podcast and just started hosting it, yeah, that, that's right? true. <laughs> and the three of us are just standing there, like, <laughs> what? What is happening? I guess it we're was, still doing the but show. We got Boombox Brock. I'm still not over. Yeah, we did. I'm still not over that. It did give us Boombox Brock, so it wasn't all for naught. But I mean, my, my one of my main things with the Money in the Bank briefcase is: does the person look good carrying the briefcase? Because they, I like that. It's it, it's it's almost like a title in mm-hmm. a way, right? Yes. Which is why. As fun as the Otis thing was, and as surprising as that was, and, you know, Brian, you said this, I think, in a fantastic way. You know, it was an experiment. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he was carrying it around, it just never made sense. Like, just the look of it. And, you know, usually in these cases, the money in the bank looks better on a heel, Mm -hmm. I feel like. But, and, and so, from a look standpoint, Damien Priest at the top of my list. Gunther, top of my list. Yeah, right, in terms of how to, how to make this all happen. Uh, because it, it's such a devious thing to, mm-hmm. to cash it in because you can cash it in literally at someone's lowest point, right? right. When they're at their That's weakest and their most edge. vulnerable. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Edge, edge made that famous in that way, right? He came after and Brady Cena. Orton. Right. That's Orton still, right I'm after. Still about that one. Right, right after Triple H turned on, on Brian. Uh, it was. And it's those moments that are, are legendary, right? Mm-hmm. Seth cashing in 
at 31 in the middle of the match, right? Yeah. Which, I, again, Becky kind of talked about how she doesn't think that'll ever be topped and might be correct because that was, you know, that was insane. But in this case, again, I think, I, I think this is, if, if you're going to put it on a face, Cody and Edge make sense here. Uh, and, you know, I think this is, this is the thing about this to, to Brian's point earlier of unpredictability. This is a good list. Like, if, mm-hmm. if yeah. any, if anyone on this list, I guess outside of Chad Gable, no, not too much shade, but mm-hmm. anyone on this list who had it, the briefcase would make sense. In Gable would be funny, though. Shoot. It would be hilarious. The, he's got <laughs> right. the charisma. But I'll tell you oh, this. He's great. I, I, I know they'll probably like reveal the women's list later. Yeah. I want this year for a woman to actually carry the briefcase. Because mm. mm-hmm. they always not cash in the same night, cash yeah. in the same night, right. which in these stories made a lot of sense. Bailey, um, uh, Ronda Liv. Rousey, I mean, Alexa Bliss mm-hmm. and Liv yeah. Morgan, those made sense, but like with Carmella, oh, when she did it, right. it was great, right? That was nuts, <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, that was, yeah, that's a great point, though. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about that when that you know, initial list of, of women's money in the bank participants comes out, but we got to, this is a great little, uh, little list here that we're, we're working with. Nice little uh, start to, right? to kind of start. Yeah. Last one here on high spot headlines. WWE is teasing JD McDonough to join judgment day. Brian H waters. Are you good with another Irishman joining the judgment day? I am. I like J.D. McDonough a lot. I was watching a lot of him on NXT, and Mm. he just has sort of that it factor. He reminds me of Vacant, he who shall not be named, (laughs) Um, (laughs) as far Mm. as, but he has more charisma, right? Um, Just like his intensity in the ring, and it feels like every move matters. Every move looked like it hurts. But then, you know, um, just watching his promos and his attack on Dolph Ziggler made so much sense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he coming to make a statement. And for people out there who are Ziggler fans, sorry, we, we know, you know, <laughs> um, unfortunately, Ziggler probably never get back to 2013 Ziggler who had the... Um, New York crowd in the palm of his hand when he's speaking of cash ins. But man, that's uh, right. You know, the way JD McDonough went out there, just like watching him and his intensity, he's a smaller guy, right? But it's kind of like yep. Macho Man, where their personalities make up for the size mm-hmm. and it mm. helps them go to another level. It's a great call. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. And I think he would, I just feel like he would fit in with them. Now, is he going to get heat more than the greatest wrestler of the new generation, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio? I don't know, but it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch if this is the Well, case. that's a high bar. That's, a, that's an unfair thing to put on somebody. North I don't Carolina think anyone was hot for Dom. <laughs> oh, Dom is that guy's a legend. I, can, I still can't believe we had him. Um, no, amazing. On the Mass Man show. One of the nicest uh, people you could meet, too. Facts. Oh, <laughs> crazy. So, actually, he's super nice. So, so nice. Cal, you, you see uh, JD McDonough, you know, he, he made his move to Raw official uh, over the last couple of weeks here. Does, does him in the Judgment Day excite you? Does it, is it kind of a whatever move? Is it disappointing? Where are you at? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm at whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent locked on it just being him. Like again, we, before we started recording, you know, you, you, you talk about what was going on on raw and it was JD having a conversation and Finn looking at JD. This could just yeah. be the first person that the judgment day are looking at. You know what I'm saying? Like what if next week, we see them. Maybe, maybe they're in a scouting phase. Maybe it won't just be men. Maybe there could be women as well. I, I'm fine with JD. I think a crew like this, just like we saw with Dom, just like we're seeing with Damian Priest, it can be really beneficial for someone to grow up and learn about themselves as a performer with a number of like-minded individuals with them. So they're hot. Anybody getting in there should be hot, but 
JD, you better be ready because you you standing next to when you're standing next to Rhea and Dom, you've already got two fire. I don't know the validity of the crowd noise on Monday Night Raw, but it sounded like everybody hated Dom. So if you're going to. Oh, that's that's not piped in. (laughs) I'm just making sure. It it, it was interesting to hear anytime he spoke, just an automatic hate for him. Uh-huh. You yeah. got to be able to stand next to that and perform. So if it is JD, JD, you better be ready. He's got to come. I mean, I think it's smart for them to put him in Judgment Day if that's what the direction that they go in. Because, you know, oftentimes with these NXT call-ups, they tend to get lost in the shuffle early. right? Or not early. They, they you know, they get these hot debuts and then, you know, there's all this buzz around them and then they fizzle out. This would be a way to kind of keep that because he is good. Yeah. Right, JD McDonough is awesome. I've been a big fan of his since you know when he was Jordan Devlin. You know, so it's um, it's big shoes to step into and a big role to step into, given Judgment Day's placement on the card. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think being like kind of learning the ropes a little bit from a Finn, from Damian, Dom, Rhea, would be a good spot for him, right? To just kind of get a feel for the crowd and. I feel like this could be a situation that if he does join, he eventually could be the one to kick Finn out, right? Finn yeah. <laughs> Finn is no stranger to being kicked out of the Bullet Club or, or any group that he's in, right? And and kind of Jordan Devlin almost going full rock nation of domination with it, mm-hmm. you know, kicking out, the, you know, joining, kicking out the leader. So I think it makes a whole lot of sense. And I do like the way WWE does these little these little teases that you have to really pay close attention to, mm-hmm. right? Just the background stuff. Well, Obviously, with the, inter- right, with the internet stuff, now people can zoom in and, mm-hmm. and they'll catch stuff and they'll put out these headlines. But this, is, it was, this was like a little, a subtle thing that if you weren't watching closely you on Monday, you weren't going to see it. Right. Uh, so the fact that they're building, you know, anticipation in this manner, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. It's, it's very subtle. It's less in your face than, you know, if he was walking out of the arena and Finn is just standing there in the shot right. in the camera. Right. So doing things a little, a little different. I'm a, I'm a fan. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What? There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to this wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. We get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Gregor, Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What? We've got two takes to uh, to talk through here. First up, from the masked man himself, David Shoemaker, Brian H., play the clip. Seth has earned this spot. Folks like us, casual wrestling fans, everybody just looks at Seth Rollins and they're like, yeah, that guy could be a champion. But he can't just be the champion. You got to like have something you're doing with Seth Rollins. Cody has a storyline where it feels like whenever he gets to the top, it's got to be a little bit of a coronation. Seth actually needs it more than Cody. Cody could just beat Brock and then go beat AJ in a month and it would be fine. Seth, there needs to be a storyline that builds up to him winning because he's got it's gotten to a point where I feel like he's almost like more Cody Rhodes than Cody Rhodes. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, He's got points. He he does. Cal, go ahead. I think David definitely... Of course, Seth right now, his story is what? The fans love him because he's amazing and they love his theme music and he's just been awesome for... Like, there's... He's not really had a story since the stuff with... It was like the stuff with Cody, the brief stuff with Riddle, um, if you want to call the stuff with Edge. But, like, there hasn't been anything long lasting it's been a lot of back and forth with random people because of the nature of the roman reigns of it all right now you know both titles are on the one side so seth's just happened to be the most amazing person on the other side um so with that i agree wholeheartedly um i don't know if that would hinder seth from winning a title though like you can he could win the title and then immediately start the storyline that 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 month because once he's top dog on the show there's going to be two three four people immediately lining up and it's going to be well at at, at, at at money in the bank i'm gonna get this and i'm gonna come and take it to your face and cody rhodes <laughs> is gonna have something to say like i think i think you can do the storyline after the fact it would be great though if there was some cody rhodes style story going in with seth into this but it's not how the 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 chips fell Brian H. Waters, you were on the show producing the Mass Man show from Monday. Uh, and you sent this to us right away. <laughs> he hit us in the slack with the quickness. Asa. What was your reaction when Dave dropped this take on Monday? You know, David Shoemaker is one of the best in the world, what he does. And this was one of those reasons. Because mm-hmm. he has a point. Yeah, Seth Rollins does need a story. Um... Shout out to the homies at Russell Rap. They feel they tweeted this because I put this quote on Twitter for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that he doesn't need to finish the story. They tweeted at, at Ring of Wrestling about he will have the tournament and the story builds within the tournament. But I'm thinking, what better way than a Seth Rollins chase? Because he never chased Roman again. He lost. Mm-hmm. He beat Roman, but he never got a rematch, right? right. He beat him mm-hmm. by disqualification. Mm-hmm. What if AJ Styles wins because the OC gets involved? Now Seth Rollins has a chip on his shoulder to get that title back. Now, I do still believe he's going to win the championship, but sure. I do think a story would be cool even if they did something leading into it where they stacked the odds against him beforehand. Like, you know, before people win the Royal Rumble, like I think like Ray Mysterio, he had to be like earlier or some people had to earn their way into the Royal Rumble. I think if he would have had to like really earn his spot maybe before, but I kind of think it's too late to go that route at this point. hundred percent. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Like if he had a beef with Adam Pierce mm-hmm. and said, you know, I should be champion. I'm holding things down. And he right. said, no, we're going to have a tournament. And now you have to go through the tournament. I think that's the part that's missing. Like, they probably missed an element. But then again, that's kind of forcing it because it's kind of like, you already know. But I think in this case, he can get away with winning the championship without the story and then have everybody coming after him. I think that his story has been has been really built off screen. And, and in interviews and in, in the dirt sheets, if you will, right? Because he's been talking a lot just about how he wants Roman, right? He he wants that title. Roman was talking about, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that Roman wanted, potentially wanted him at, at 40, right? Before they announced this whole mm-hmm. tournament for the world title. So I understand what Dave is saying in that, yes, on screen, you know, has Seth really kind of had to go through hard times not quite right but and and, uh, you know is that story going to be flushed out by the time you know night of champions rolls around and he potentially wins but i feel like the last couple of months like again i I think it's it's so and this is kind of the almost the antithesis of everything that i believe in (laughs) in terms of like wrestling storytelling Mm -hmm. which is you know you gotta tell the stories in the ring to kind of get that moment Mm -hmm. but he's done i feel like he's done such a good job of building it off screen Mm -hmm. where when he wins if he wins at night of champions 
I'll still feel like a journey was completed because again, I'm still on the fact that again, this, this face turn mm-hmm. that he went through, mm-hmm. right. Going from, you know, kind of this, the, the dancing Joker clown dude who, who was trying to be a heel to just becoming one of the most over guys in the business, forget the company in the business. Yep. I, again, I feel like he's, he's told his story and he's earned it to where, look, they weren't, for whatever reason, they weren't going to give him Roman again, right? They obviously built the Cody thing. I feel like he has enough uh, to, I I don't, I don't think it's Cody-esque, if that makes sense. I feel like he's done enough to, to kind of warrant a title win at, you know, in, in what is two weeks next week. Yeah. Uh, so it's and, and look, admittedly I'm I'm a Seth Stan. Uh, well, and you know, who am I to disagree with the great David Shoemaker? But you know, it was, I, it was surprising. It was definitely surprising. But to Brian's point, this is why Dave is uh just one of the great thinkers in this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't remember what the pop was I don't the last time they were in Saudi Arabia, I don't remember what the reaction was for Seth. I, I remember the the last time I saw Seth Rollins live, though, and it was amazing. Seth Rollins wins that title. The, the timeline's going to go bananas. The crowd there's going to go bananas. I, and I think it's just like Ben said. It's there's It's been so much buildup for a moment like this that just like it's it's I, I don't know if it's going to be on par with. Uh, the the Sammy Kevin WrestleMania 39 pop that we were there to witness, but uh, <laughs> I, I do feel like this will be a moment whenever Seth um, ends up winning a world title. And for the second, they said, "What take of the day?" As you know, we opened up the phone lines to you, our wonderful listeners, and the response has been it's been awesome. Honestly, uh, we didn't know if anyone was going to call in and there's a bunch that are sitting in there where Brian just sends us the audio and we are crying, laughing or just in shock. It's awesome. But we've got a take from our guy from the Jobber Tears podcast, Sir Wilkins, Brian H. Play the clip. Sir Wilkins here. And my hot take is Drew McIntyre doesn't deserve another title shot. Have a wonderful day, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, as well. (laughs) He he, he really lit the dynamite, handed it to us, and then just walked away while it was still sparking. Vanished. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I mean, ever? (laughs) I'm in shock still. That's that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't know if this is a. I'm Cody Rhodes. I'm no longer going for the AEW World <laughs> Championship type thing or situation. But uh, I mean, I don't need to see Drew hold a world title right now. I was kind of I had fatigue from him being champion early pandemic and seeing right. him all the time during the pandemic. Um, so I can understand that. Um, I I could see a different Drew. Like I I kind of been wondering if we're going to get a, a heel Drew mm-hmm. at a certain mm. point. It, you know, it, with with this type of work rate, is assuming that he's you know able to work the way he's been working. But as a as a actual like dope bad guy, I could see that character getting a title. But yeah, I don't need a babyface Drew championship uh, run anytime soon. Brian, <laughs> you're the one who dropped this in the chat. What, what was your initial reaction when you played this clip into your headphones? Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's spot on for Sir Wilkins. Anybody knows that's my guy. Shout out to him because um, he he will give you a hot take with his coffee in hand. And I just imagine before he left this voice note, he did just that. But I agree. No, I don't. I'm, I'm with Cal on this. The old Drew McIntyre. No, but. I'm thinking like I and I've been fantasy booking in my head on this show because you guys have been bringing up so many good points. So now I'm seeing so many <laughs> ideas. I'm gonna have to put it on Ring of Ring of Wrestling Arena on WWE 2K. <laughs> but I'm, I'm seeing a world where like Drew McIntyre wins the Money in the Bank, shocks everybody, wins the Money in the Bank, gets that mm. crowd pop that he long awaited and cashes in on the same night and finally gets that crowd pop. But mm-hmm. if he does it on a Seth Rollins who's a babyface, 
it could work wonders. And like Cal said, he being a heel, you know, and just cuts a heel promo. Like, you guys called me boring. You were tired of me. I don't need yeah. you anymore. Right. Um, and then just for old sakes, run back broken dreams. Just because I like that theme song. I love that theme. I love that theme. Uh, no, first of all, Sir Wilkins is a freaking legend for just dropping the take, <laughs> pausing like he was going to continue, uh-huh. and then just leaving. Just like, just all out. right, guys, I'm out. Uh, hey, make just, sure he just wants it. us to have a good day. <laughs> right. Like, how are we supposed to have a good day after yeah. that? Yeah, uh, But I, I think that for it to be for him to not for Drew not to win the title ever again is I don't know if I agree with that. It would I agree that it would have to be in a heel fashion because I still remember when Drew first got called up when he was partnered with Dolph and he was just kind of this badass badass he's Scottish like diesel. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's kind of terrifying. And you know, he had a he had a solid babyface run there. And I do think again, there's all this contract stuff with him right now, right? That they're that they're dealing with all these rumors around him. Like, is he coming back? Is he going to go to AEW? Mm-hmm. And I think this is all just fodder, and we're going to get swerved, and he's going to come back as as a monster heel. And if and when Seth does win the title, Drew Drew got drafted to Raw. Yeah, right. He was mm-hmm. a featured draftee. Yeah, and Seth needs. Challengers. It's a me. It's a me. Assuming it's if, if Seth's going to be a babyface champion, I would yeah. love a, a heel Drew over there. Then back and forth. The the main events they could be having on Raw or you know on pay per view could be really dope. They can put on some bangers. So yeah. I, I'm with Sir Wilkins on babyface Drew as champ. I'm out on. I'm good. <laughs> I've, I've had my fill. But man, heel Drew as champ might be fun. For Might be fun. I could be. I could be very, very in on that. Uh, shout out to Sir Wilkins and everyone else who's left us a voicemail with their "They said what takes." We we can't get to all of them, but we will get to as many as we can. And and peep the description of this episode for the phone number to call in. Drop your take, and we'll do our best to, to get them on the show. We'll, in fact, we'll give you another chance to go check that number out right now. Thanks. And call in. And in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes. All that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. And we are back. And this is a first for Wednesday Worldwide. <laughs> so forgive us as we try to figure this out. But we have breaking news Crazy. that happened after we started recording. Literally. We had to reconfigure what we were actually going to do. We had something else planned for this segment. But we had to pivot because news officially broke. A few minutes ago, actually, mm-hmm. that AEW Collision has officially been announced at the, uh, the the Warner Brothers Discovery 2023 upfronts, and it's going to be debuting June 17th, live at 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT. And you know, there's there's a full press release, which I don't know if I, I found interesting because. Mm-hmm. 
nowhere in there is there a mention of one CM Punk at all. Uh, yeah. Who the rumors were, you know, they're going to build this whole show around him. But anyway, I I, I digress. Uh, Cal, we have another two hours of wrestling per week coming to us <laughs> in literally a month's time, uh, and there's already so much out there. How are you? And we've obviously heard the rumors that this was coming down the pipeline. How are you feeling about Collision coming to your Saturday evenings? I mean, uh, unless there's like a Saturday pay-per-view, like Saturday is usually the one day that I can escape. I'll probably watch pro wrestling, but I can normally escape like needing to sit down for a couple of hours and watching pro wrestling. So uh, it not just being a show. Again, I'm, I'm assuming this is supposed to be the CM Punk show. It was very interesting that he wasn't in the press release, but I, we're recording on a dynamite. They also might surprise us. Yeah. yeah I, we, surprise I, us I, I think any, anything can happen now that this news is out and, and you, you saw the cover with, with, with FTR and, 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 and a lot of the people that they were saying were cool <laughs> with punk down with punk. They could work with punk or what have you. So uh, it's interesting to take it all in, I, but no, I am, I am, I'm not ready for the Saturdays where WWE has a premium live event the same oh night God. that there's a collision, yeah. and, and their WWE shows are usually eight o'clock. Or an, that's an ex- right. It's going to be too it, flipping back and forth. There's going to be too much. It's going to be it's going to be wild. Brian H. Waters, they in the press release, mm-hmm. they they listed some headliners for this show, including. I'm just reading this straight from the press release. Miro, Samoa Joe, Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Andrade. Are you surprised that they they decided to include these specific names to promote the new Saturday? I am surprised because if I be real, none of them are going to make me stop making my summer plans to watch (laughs) wrestling on a Saturday. Yeah. If I'm just a casual fan. Now, yep. you know, I'm washed. I don't go out too much. <laughs> so I'll be watching Same. wrestling on a Saturday. <laughs> but, you know, the average person, the, you know, they talk about these demos, this 18 to 35 demos. Well, let's drop back to like the 18 to 25. I don't mm. see them staying at home to watch any of these people. It's no disrespect. But thinking about the CM Punk of it all, I think what they're trying to do is like maybe put forth other people and say, hey, we don't need CM Punk to sell advertising. So then when he does show up, it's a big bonus. Yeah. And then they can sell the advertising later. But this is also weird starting this during the summer. Like, I studied television in school. And one of the things I learned was Friday and Saturday nights was the death slot for ratings. And that's mm-hmm. a company that loves still talking about ratings, even though we know ratings today aren't as equivalent as they were during the Monday yeah. Night Wars. So if they can't get a 1.0 on a Wednesday, are they going to be able to get a 0.5 on a Saturday? And 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 for Cal's point, you know, WWE released their road to SummerSlam. It will be just within two weeks where they will be competing with money in the bank. Or I should say rolling into money in the bank. So where, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So fans will be like, all right, am I going to watch money in the bank or I'm going to watch a W collision? Oh yeah. Jeez. I mean, it's not hard. And then SummerSlam is on a Saturday. So. Oh boy. I, <laughs> it, well, I, I, but I, I do think a lot of that conversation changes mm-hmm. if slash when CM Punk hits the arena because because that, that's don't forget you know th- this happened during the warner brothers discovery upfronts and the upfronts are the time where they're literally sitting in front of the people who make the decisions in regards to advertising to say look how cool this stuff we're doing mm-hmm. you want to yeah. spend some money on it so uh i with so much talk being about cm punk and i believe correct me if i'm wrong this date is going to be in chicago I think the June 17th is supposed to be a Chicago date. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, I, I'll be very surprised if we do not hear anything about CM Punk officially by the end of today. 
Like there's there's a whole dynamite, and we'll be getting into that stuff in a bit. But right. uh, you know, t- Tony Khan is on the docket to drop an announcement. So if they if the cat's out the bag with AEW Collision. Who knows what could happen on Dynamite? Somebody could show up. He could mention something. I there's a lot that could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the in regards to the 18 to 25 demo, right? Which is you know it's, it's obviously one of the most coveted, if not the most coveted mm-hmm. demo in terms of ratings. Obviously, again, I don't know if the Miros and Samoa Joes and Thunder Roses are really keeping people in the seats. That that, that I think that's more for you know, the marks <laughs> like <laughs> us. I pose you this question. Is is punk enough to pull those mm. people? To pull those, that 18 to 25 <sighs> demo? Punk, See, I, punk, punk, well, because punk's a name. Like, punk is, regardless, he would still be seen too many. And I, I say in terms of advertising, in terms of, like, the mainstream, as well as... uh like fair weather fans, I think maybe the best way to put it. Like he, he, he could have that. I don't know if that's enough draw to make somebody stop watching SummerSlam, but you know, right. if, if anybody's going to be able to do it, it would be CM Punk. Cause the only other people that they, that cover, we didn't talk too much about who else was on that cover. They do also have Orange Cassidy and MJF listed on there. I don't know if that means they're on there weekly, but it's interesting that they have them both on there. It, it could be a, a, a solid mix. If you add a catalyst like CM Punk to, to really make things spark. But, you know, I, I think that that's going to be the biggest question is does after, after the, the year and change that they had, and you know where CM Punk is right now physically, is he going to be up to to snuff to 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 write everything that happened and and really make this thing go nuclear or at the very least go you know the next level than they were over this past year? I Honestly, think the, though, I think go ang- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just say I think ang- angry CM Punk is enough for right now. Sustainable, I'm not sure, but this is good timing because if they can, you know, put bygones, let bygones be bongas, and let him go out there with a live mic, people are going to tune in. So whether you have him on the debut show or you hold him until Money in the Bank, I think people will be interested to see and they'll tune in to hear what he has to say. But I just think it all depends on. I think, like I said, I think it's angry CM Punk because mm. he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. But as far as every week, no, <laughs> he's not enough. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they because I, I think they'll be fine from a rating standpoint. Because again, there's not much that happens on Saturday nights on TV in general. Obviously, you know during the second half, or sorry, the second half of the NBA season, that's all, when they start doing the ABC Saturday night game, so they'll have to compete with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked about the the WWE PLEs already that they'll have to compete with, but for the most part, they're going to win out on Saturday nights, right? Yeah. So it does make sense. Uh, but also, again, it's just, it's just such a crowded space right now in terms of the amount of wrestling content that's out there, right? Seriously. If you just go over the two shows, mm-hmm. the, the two co- the two main companies, right? WWE and AEW, three hours of Raw on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, another two hours of NXT on Tuesday where that brings us to five. We have eight. Dynamite on on Wednesdays. It's another two hours. Seven hours already. And we're not even having... <laughs> that's like the, mi- that's the middle of the week. We'll see. Uh, then we have you know, ramp rampage and SmackDown. That's another four hours. Yeah, right. So what? We're at eleven hours now. We're adding two more. Thirteen hours of and obviously like, they're probably banking on a lot of people DVRing this programming. And uh, you know, rampage is probably going to become the C show mm-hmm. for AEW. Right? Well, that, I think that Kyle, you and I were be talking before. Yeah, we start. It's going to be like heat, right? Yeah, that, that I think that, and I'm I'm looking at uh. I'm I'm looking at the AEW events page right now, and I mean, currently they still have AEW slash Rampage events listed throughout June. Um, they don't have anything listed on Collision on their ticket site as of the time of this recording. This, but uh, my mistake: the Chicago date is the 21st of June, which would be 
the wet, the dynamite after mm. collision starts. But mind you, that week is all that's also the go home show for, for Forbidden Door. So you're going to have AEW Wednesday, potentially AEW Friday, AEW Saturday, and then AEW Sunday. <laughs> oh, that is. I'm exhausted. <laughs> just, I'm exhausted just thinking about all this wrestling. I mean, are, are we gonna have to add a Saturday show to to the Ring Wrestling feed to worldwide? We gotta, we gotta figure this all out. S- Saturday to, worldwide. Uh, Saturday worldwide. What is the, <laughs> the expansion expansion show? Uh, we'll, we, we'll talk to we'll talk to Dave. We'll, we'll talk to the wrestling <laughs> Ringer Wrestling Show authority figure. We'll kind of figure all this out. But uh, I feel man. So wow, first first piece of breaking news to ever hit in the middle of a recording. So thanks for bearing with us there and let us know again what you all think of this new AEW collision uh, setup and and what it's all going to look like. But before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming Dynamite. Uh, let's, let's, let's start with NXT, kind of talk mm-hmm. through the biggest takeaways that we had from it. And then we'll talk about one more in depth. Brian, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? <laughs> I get to go first this time. <laughs> Braun Breaker showing up at the barbershop. Yeah. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you got that on. That was you really good. I mean, he didn't get a haircut, though, so I don't I don't really know uh, <laughs> what the point of being in there was. But that's okay. Uh, Cal, uh, what do you have from NXT? Uh, Shouts out to Roxy Perez, or Roxanne Perez, for taking out J.C. Jane. Shouts, I like J.C. Jane, but I'm over. I need, I need Miss Perez to, 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 to get that title back. Uh, ooh. Oh, you, you, you want a second run? Yes, huh? I need it. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I, I had the Creed brothers, uh, and the and the Dyad tag match. Uh, I thought it was, I thought that was really solid. It was a good <laughs> match and it was entertaining. But I, I want to, I want to dig in more on this. Cal, you're ready for a second Roxanne Perez title reign, huh? Yeah, I again we we talk about the NXT women's division a lot, and I think they're building a lot of great, talented competitors, and I think a lot of them are still in a building stage. I think we we there's a couple of women that feel ready. Um, but I think Roxanne's kind of got the, she's the complete package in my opinion. And, uh, in, in any instance where she can help teach someone like a Cora Jade who feels like a, a heel who may be ready to start gunning for whoever's got that title, I would love to see that back and forth, uh, week to week. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, Roxanne with, with, with the, the injury, that whole angle, I want to see that. I, I need to see her on top again putting on for with, with, with all these dope upcoming women I, f- I feel like this is going to be a Cora Jade coronation at the end of this I could see uh, it. and I, I think to your point it'll probably be a feud with Roxanne but it just feels like they're building up Cora Jade right. to kind of take the reins here um, could we <laughs> Her and Braun is a power couple. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if Braun's going to win the title at Battleground, but that would be uh It could be. It could be a play. I'm just saying. You could kind of mix in real life, uh, with you know, with the art, if you will. Looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, what's the one thing you are looking forward to most, Cal? What do you got? Uh, tonight, tonight, it may be Don Callis. Uh, one of my favorite moments of seeing Don Callis turn on Kenny Omega, and I need to know why. That's right. Brian, what do you have? I'm with him. Why, Don, why? That that <laughs> hurt me, and I haven't been, like, following Don Callis as much as, say, I follow a lot of other characters in wrestling, but knowing the bond that him and Kenny had, mm-hmm. when I saw that heel turn, I, it, it made me pop. And, and that's what I asked it was for great. pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was great. I also had Don Callis <laughs> <laughs> explaining why he turned on Kenny Omega. So Don, the Wednesday Worldwide crew, I'm looking in the, straight in the camera. Where are you, Don? <laughs> we want to know why, you jackass. Why would you do that to Kenny? Oh, I'm not I'm not calling you a jackass, Oh, Don. I loved it. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Because it's weird. I don't know if he's like, 
Blackpool. I don't see him like rocking with Blackpool. So the reasoning as to why he would turn on Kenny right now, That's maybe right. like setting up a whole different storyline. I don't know. It could be dope. It could be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. I mean, Kenny was hurt. I don't know if you saw the uh, mm-hmm. the post match interview, and he said, "If I can't trust family, who can I trust?" Yeah, man. His heart is in pieces. It's about to be why real. Don. <laughs> it's about to get real tonight on Wednesday. And guys, speaking of, that is how you freaking do another Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Mass Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. Shout out to Peter for a great interview with SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley last week. Go check that out if you haven't already. And of course, you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on Hump Day itself, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, as always, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. It was easy. At Cal on Twitter, at Cal Dub on Instagram, and at Ringer Wrestling on Twitter, hashtag Ringer Wrestling, wherever uh, the Ringer's wrestling. You can find me at Brian H. Waters on Instagram, on Twitter, and TikTok. And Ring of Wrestling is coming to TikTok. Ooh, so that's right. <laughs> make sure y'all check <laughs> here. us out on TikTok at Ring of Wrestling so you can get some of the uh, hot takes, some of the funny social clips, but also some exclusive content. When we hit these wrestling streets, ooh, well, we we might be doing some stuff on the on the TikTok, on on the TikTok. That just sounds like the most old man thing anyone <laughs> could ever Any, say. On, on TikTok. TikTok, don't don't fault us. Yeah. We old. We old. <laughs> you can follow me at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and yeah, definitely follow us on Ringer Wrestling. Obviously on Twitter, but also on TikTok. There's we got some stuff planned and some dope things coming down that pipeline so go check us out gentlemen thank you as always for the graps chat everyone else we will catch you next week worldwide this episode is brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes as a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.